אבל אם יקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שודרנו וכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שוכני עפר קידוש מה שאמר עצמם אבי בכלל לרבנו הקדוש צדיק יסוד עולם נחנו ומקור חוכמה רבנו נחמן ופגה נען נחמן נחמן מרומן זכותם תגידנו ראשון אמן עכשיו בעזרת השם we stopped at the words וזה בחינות אבו בן we stopped at the end of the parentheses within section so let's start there וזה בחינות This, this represents the aspects of father and son. What's father and son? Father represents Ma'amar, the saying, which is Bereshit, we talked about in Sifra Tetsniuta. Half saying is Bara, the word Bara, which is Ben, the son. So see here how this all attaches to each other. Because one who... Who does, he's in the aspect of revelation, Bechinot Torah, which is the Torah, Bechinot Bara. This is Bara. He created Bechinot Ben, represents the sun, Bechinot Eden Tata'a. This represents Eden Tata'a, lower Eden, Bechinot Chokhmah Tata'a, lower wisdom, Bechinot Chatzim Ma'amar. This represents Chatzim Ma'amar, the half saying. This is all the Zohar, Sifra Tetinuta, look over there. Rabbeinu is bundling all these ideas, these lower levels together. כנגד הנשמע, as opposed to נשמע, שוב בחינת בראשית, which represents בראשית, מאמר השלם, the complete saying, חוכמה הילאה, the upper wisdom, עדן הילאה, the upper עדן, בחינות אב, the father, בחינות תפילה, תפילה, בחינות נסתח, נסתח. כי כל דרגה נגד דרגה שלמעלה ממנה, הוא בחינת חצי מאמר. Because every single level, as opposed to the level above it, is the aspect of חצי מאמר. It's in a half saying aspect, meaning it's, it's נעשה, in comparison to that which is above it, which is נשמה, obviously. <clears throat> for example, a father, when he speaks, he speaks the complete saying. And when his son speaks afterwards, he's only speaking half a saying. The same is true of every single level, uh, as opposed to the level above it. Meaning that level which is below the level above it is it's half a saying, it's bara. It's on Bereshit. And the level above it, above that level, below it, above that level which we just explained, which is lower, is considered Ma'amar Hashanem, the complete saying, Negda in comparison to the one who's lower. And the same is true from level to level. This is understandable. Because all people, animals, birds, vegetables, um, all sprouts, Whatever it is that exists in this world, they are only an aspect of half a saying in comparison to the world that is above this world. Because they are only representations or hints to those things which are existing in the world above it. And the same is true from world to world. Meaning, that which is in this world has a reflection in the world above it. So, we're only chatsi, we're only half of that which is above. So, we're in the aspect of Nase in comparison to that which is above this world, which is in the aspect of Nishma. And the same is true of all the encompassing aspects of creation, neged in comparison to Kodam before creation, meaning all that exists after creation is only chatsi ma'amar in comparison to that which exists before creation. Because the essential perfection by Ensof, the essence of perfection by Ensof only exists within God Himself. And only within God Himself exists this aspect of Ma'amar Hashanem, the complete saying, the perfect saying. 
is the encompassing aspect of creation. This is half a saying in comparison to what Bereshit, Sheubrinot Kodam Amriya. Bereshit represents before creation. Bechinot Tfila, Tfila Kemoshe Bereshit, as it says in the Tikkun Ezoar, Tikkun Zain, Bereshit Yare Boshet. As it says in Bereshit, it says Bereshit in the beginning, Yare Boshet. It's a point on the words, take apart the words Bereshit, you have Yare Boshet. Fear and embarrassment. This represents tefillah. As it says, what, what's Yareh Boshet? Fear and embarrassment are, are one idea. Yareh Boshet. Fear and embarrassment. Zohar is putting them together. So embarrassment comes from the aspect of fear. And what, how does fear have to do with prayer? He brings here this pasuk in Mishlei. The fear of Hashem, shall be praised. This is what should be praised, the fear of Hashem. So meaning, the fear of Hashem is Tehillah, which is what? Tehillah. <laughs> so we see here that Yirah represents this aspect. That Yareh Boshet, fear of embarrassment, which comes from the word Bereshit, is Ma'amar Hashem, which is Ma'amar Hashem. So we see here that fear and Tehillah is Ma'amar Hashem, the complete saying. And this is why faith is called Yerushalayim, as we mentioned above. For the reason that the essential building of Yerushalayim comes from the word of Bereshit. What is Yerushalayim? Yerushalayim is the plan of the word Yerushalayim, complete fear. And what's fear? The aspect of Yareh Boshet, which is Bereshit. Because Yerushalayim, Yerushalayim also, has within the word Yerushalayim, you have Yerushalayim, it's the plan of the word Yerushalayim, complete fear. And what's Yerushalayim? Taman Yira, Taman Shalem. In the word Yerushalayim, you have the word Yira, fear, and you have the word over there, Shalem, completeness. So you see here that even within Yerushalayim, you have this aspect of fear, which is the aspect of Bereshit, as we talked about above. And this is why Emunah is called Yerushalayim. So we see here, Bereshit. Um, <clears throat> And by the way, this aspect of Emunah being called Yerushalayim was in the section that we mentioned above. So we have to re- we have to refer back to the other section to explain this idea of Emunah and Yerushalayim. Here Rabbeinu is coming to summarize why it's like that. And he's bringing in the aspect of Bereshit here we're talking about. Bereshit, Yareh Boshet, Ma'amar Hashanem. Bereshit represents Yareh Boshet, fear of embarrassment. Fear, embarrassment. Ma'amar Hashanem, the complete saying. Ki Emunah hu me'orim kanan. Now Rabbeinu is going to explain. Emunah comes from the shepherds that we talked about above. And to these shepherds, these chachamim, these tzadikim amitim, it's impossible to come to them, to come close to them, except by means of the azut that we talked about, to attain holy azut, which one can only attain through the voices that we talked about. And through, how does one attain azut? Through simcha that we talked about above. And how does one attain simcha? To the aspect of Naseh and Ishma, Shubchinat Torah Tfila, which represents Torah and Tfila, the Chulei Kanan as we mentioned above. This is how they're all tied together. Rabbeinu is summarizing. However, the essential perfection of simcha, joy, comes through fear. You can only attain true simcha through fear. Or the perfect simcha through fear. It says, they rejoice with trembling. Meaning that simcha, the rejoicing, comes through trembling fear. It says, 
Meaning the essential joy and rejoicing comes through prayer, which is what we said, fear. Which represents fear that we talked about Which represents Nishma. Which represents the complete saying because we said it's Filat Hashem in corresponding to Torah Hashem, which is what? Um, half a saying. But anyway, the essential perfection exists within prayer. Nimza, we find the essential building of faith. How does one build faith? The, the aspect of Yerushalayim, which is called the faithful city, one merits through prayer. It's prayer that Yerushalayim. How do you build Yerushalayim? Complete fear through tefillah. This represents Yerushalayim, prayer. The complete saying. This is why Emuna is called Yerushalayim. Because Yerushalayim is Yerushalayim, because the essential building comes through fear. Because what do they say? How does one build faith? Through the aspect of Yerushalayim, fear. As we just talked about above. And fear is the complete saying. This represents Bereshit. Bereshit is a play on the words fear, embarrassment, which is what? The entire saying. The complete saying, the perfect saying. And this is what it says, The testimony of Hashem is faithful. When it says testimony of Hashem, these are the ornaments. Hashem comes with the word Adayim. My bad. Adayim being the ornaments, the two crowns that we received. It's faithful. What does that mean? Through these two ornaments of Naseb and Nishma, one creates Emunah. Faith. This is what it says. From there, shepherds, the, the Even Israel, the, the, the rock of Israel. What does the Unkelu say? Av Uven, father and son. Even Israel is the on the word Av Uven, father and son. This is the complete saying, which is Av Uven, father and son, as one, when they're united. Because the half saying represents only the son alone. But the complete saying, which is Bereshit, is the father and the son encompassed together. Meaning, if you have the son alone, he's only the son. But if you have the father, you have the father and the son. Because there, everything is together. It's all there. It's all encompassed there. And through this, one is able to come to the aspects of the Ro'im that we talked about. The shepherds, the tzaddikim, amitim. That's what it says. From their shepherds, the stone of Israel, the rock of Israel. Meaning, to come to the shepherd, you have to have the even, av uven. When they're both together there, then you have the shepherd. As we talked about. But when one wants to go from level of Naseb Nishma to another Naseb Nishma, a higher Naseb Nishma, one must, must, must endure a fall before he ascends. And by the way, pay attention to this because this is one of the foundations of all the teachings of the entire Sefer, of all the books of, of Likut Moran. This Chidush is something so important a person has to keep this with him at all times. It's the essential knowledge of how to stay close to Hashem, even whenever a person goes to the lowest depths. Look what Rabbeinu says, The fall is for the purpose of the ascent that will follow. And understand that very well and underline it in this book because this is something huge. We, we never hear of such things. 
that a person before he ascends, he has to fall. So now we are understanding what it really means to fall, be'emet. Meaning the fall is not a fall. When a person is be'emet, trying to come close, and he's honest with himself, and he's really trying to go from level to level, the fall in itself is not a fall at all. It's only because that you're growing that you fall. Meaning Rabban was explaining here how it works in this, in this world. How Hashem created the system. Hashem created the system that if you want to go to the next level, you have to endure a fall first. If you want to create a new Nasev and Ishma, you have to fall first. The falls for the purpose of the ascent. And not only that, the big chidush here, you can read it in many ways. The fall is for the purpose of the ascent. But you can also read, meaning the yerida is in itself the purpose of why we ascend. Meaning sometimes we don't ascend to ascend. We ascend to fall. Meaning the real, real ascending is how we react whenever we're down low. This is why a person sometimes has to go he has to go fall and endure or not study and whatever do whatever he has to do because the Yerida is the real test of the Aliyah. Meaning the Yerida is the real is the real test of where finding Hashem. That's where the real Abadat Hashem is sometimes. So we see here many ways you can read this. It, 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 this phrase keep with you, memorize it. The falls for the purpose of the ascent. It says in the Gemara, David, it was not fitting for David to fall victim to that to that act with Bat, uh, with Bathsheba, etc., etc. Israel were not fitting for that for that act. Rather, Hashem gave them to fall. Hashem allowed them to fall for the good of the world. I think it's referring to. The Egras I have here, why Amishael fell to that act, meaning they weren't fitting, they weren't supposed to. But look at the Chidush here that the Gemara is bringing down. Why did Hashem make them fall to teach us about Shuva? Let this stumbling block be under your hand. What did that mean? That's in Gemara Shabbat. This references the words of Torah that a person doesn't understand them unless he stumbled in them first. You can only understand the words Torah until you mistake in them first, until you stumble in them first. What did it say? When it said these words of Torah that a person has to stumble in them to understand them. This references the diburim, the speech, the words that surround the mitzvah that we talked about. This is the nas, the nishma. This is and Hashem spoke to Moshe saying, etc., etc. This represents the nista, the nishma, the tefillah that we talked about. Omed alehem, it stands above them. What did that mean? Omed alehem. Omed alehem stands above them. Bechinot tefillah. This represents tefillah. Kena amida el tefillah. When it references amida, it's a reference to prayer. It's in Gemara Barachot. Anytime it uses the word amida, it's a reference to word to prayer. It's a reference to prayer. Ve'la'asol me'adivrei Torah shu bechinot nishma. And to make from these words of Torah, which is the aspect of nishma, ye naase mimenu bechinot naase. To make from this an aspect of naase, at ye hamida, and so that the standing hamida shu bechinot tefillah, which represents tefillah. Alehem should be upon them, meaning what? Meaning that he should have an aspect of Amida standing. Meaning now that you made that Tfila into something that you meaning now that you made that Amida into something that you do Nase, you should create a new Amida, which is a new standing, a new Nishma. You create a new Nishma higher than the one that you had before. And this is only possible, except by this is only possible 
by means of stumbling upon them. Because now Rabbeinu is explaining something huge. Pay attention. To go from level to level, you first need to fall. Which is the entire stumbling block. Meaning Rabbeinu is explaining, it's not a fall at all. And we're going to see this in Lesson 25 at the end. The fall is not a fall, it's a perspective. You can only grow if you fall first. So now Rabbeinu is giving purpose to why we fall. And that the entire idea is ascending. This is the stumbling block. This is what it said in who On that day, Look how awesome this is. Look how insane this is. It's literally in the word, reason why I use the word insane because it's, you can't understand this. It's, it's something awesome beyond our perception. Look what Rabbein, the Chidushim Rabbeinu is bringing down here. It says in Yirmiya, on that day, Yevukash Avon Israel. The transgressions of Israel will be sought after. They will be searched after. And there will be none of them there. You won't be able to find them. So, let's pick apart that verse. Rabbeinu is going to pick this apart. Because in the future, everything is going to be tshuva. Returning to Hashem. Meaning, it's all returning to Hashem. We're going to see only good of returning to Hashem. And we know that one in the Gemara, it says, that through tshuva, one creates zedonot. One turns those deliberate sins that one does. One does now sins. You make them into mitvot, zechuyot, merit. You turn them onto your favor. Meaning all those those um, those sparks that you drop down to the klipot will be turned into sparks of kedusha. Not only will they be nullified. No, they're not going to be nullified. They're going to be added to your tally of goodness. You turn all your sins into mitvot. And you're going to turn from the. And what happens? All the averot, averot, the sins that Am Yisrael did, God forbid, they will be turned into a Torah, into a Torah, an actual Torah. And this is why the sins of Israel will be sought after. Meaning what? Because we're going to seek after and to search after the sins of Israel. How we turn one sin. To turn it into a Torah. Meaning the entire goal is to turn all those sins into something that we can... A Torah meaning the Yerida into the Aliyah. Meaning it's no longer Yerida anymore. It's all Aliyah. There will be no longer there. Because all the sins will be encompassed within Ayin. And by itself within God Himself. Because only there, within God Himself, the Avonot, the sins turn into Tzchuyot. Through the Tshuva that one does. And this is whenever a person turns all those sins into or into merit, whenever a person turns all those faults, or this represents the idea that the falls for the purpose of the ascent, meaning all those falls get turned into the takhlit at the end, they will all be turned into aliyot, into, ascend, into ascending. We will see only good. There is no bad. Return Israel unto Hashem your God because you have stumbled and your transgressions. What did that mean? Meaning through Shuvah Israel, which is Shuvah, through the Shuvah that we do through the returning to Hashem, we'll turn from the aspect of the Averot, the aspect of Machshela, stumbling, we'll turn this into the aspect of Torah. All the stumbling that we did will turn into a Torah. Meaning we're going to find mitzvot from it. Etc, etc. Something awesome, awesome, awesome. This is an explanation of what it said in the Mishnah. In Avot. Yehuda ben Tema Omer. Yehuda, the son of Tema says, Be bold as a leopard. Etc, etc. 
Nimza, and it says Nimza have as can a man of a calcanesha be light as an eagle, etc., etc. Um, and then he explains at the end, as panim lagayinam, the the bold-faced go lagayinam, uvoshet panim those who are embarrassed-faced legan eden they go legan eden. So let's see here. Nimtza we find she mazir al azut ktusha yodam entema is actually warning us, or mazir al azut ktusha is warning us about azut ktusha holy boldness. She jayich adam shiye as karamer kenege kol akamim kenegol imlo ato a person needs to have. Holy boldness to be bold as a leopard. Whenever he comes to standing up against those who are preventing him, from serving Hashem, a person needs to have holy boldness. Whenever a person is trying to prevent you from serving Hashem, or they're they're trying to make it difficult for you, no, you have to be strong. And then immediately after, it brought the great blemishing and the prohibition of having azut panim. A brazen face for a brazen face which comes from the Yetzara, the Sitra Acha, the, the evil side. It says at the end of the Mishnah, he used to say, the brazen face go And this is why it's possible to make a mistake. Because it's certain that one needs holy brazenness for holiness. Because it's impossible to come true to holiness, to true holiness, Rabbi is saying. Because you can, you can think you're coming to holiness, but you're not be'emet coming to holiness. Except by means if you have azudik tusha. You have to have some holy chutzpah in a sense. And as Rabbeinu, and my bad, as Yehuda ben Tamar himself said, be bold as a leopard. And from another angle, Azut is very bad. Brazenness is very bad. Meaning one who is brazen-faced, not for holiness. Especially when he goes brazen-faced against holiness. When he basically, he's brazen against those who fear Hashem and he attacks those tzadikim. He does things against holiness, God forbid. That's obvious. That this azut is extremely evil. Because those people who are brazen-faced in this manner go to Gehenam. It's like a, a bouquet of medicinal herbs that fell into a pit. We're going to see how. Because we don't know how to, how to involve ourselves with this quality, how to behave with this quality. What did that mean? This is meaning if... Yudav and is explaining that you have to have azut ikdusha, and then in another place he's saying that be careful not to fall into the other azut that it's um, that you go to Gainam for that. <laughs> what do we do? Because we don't know, we don't know what to do, how to behave with this quality. We don't know where is where, where where to stop to have azut ikdusha, etc., etc. Azebikeshatana. This is why the Tana Yudav and asks right after. May it be your will, Hashem, that you build our your holy uh, that you build your city behind the Amenu speedily in our days, etc., etc. What did that mean? So let's see how um, 
It's a great wonder, meaning at first glance there's something weird going on here. And everyone's puzzled by this. What is the connection with this tefillah of Yehiratzon, Shetifneh, Chabim, Hanavi, Amenu, etc., etc., to that, what, that which you just mentioned above about Azut and being bold as a leopard and whatever it is? What is the connection? And it's certainly not the way of a Mishnah. We never see this, where the Mishnah brings in a tefillah and a bakasha request in the middle of its words. But now, however, it's explained very well. Meaning he's praying, he's praying to know how to engage with this idea, this subject of azud, brazenness, holy, in holiness or in evil. Meaning that he should not have any azud of evil. That he should only have holy azud, only boldness. That through that brazenness, that holy brazenness, one is able to build the Yerushalayim, the city of Neemana, of the faithful. As we talked about, that is only built through Azudik Azud, Meaning, what's Yerushalayim? It's the city of faith we know. And how does one mayor faith through Azud we talked about? That it's impossible to come close to the true Tzadikim, who encompass the seven shepherds, who encompass all of holiness, who have all of holiness within them. When you go to the Tzadikim, all the Ktusha is there. That the essence of faith is drawn through them. They know how to draw down faith. But it's only possible to come through, come close to those truths that they came through azut, brazenness, holy brazenness. This is what it says. Maybe your will that you shall build your holy city, or that you shall build your city, Yerushalayim, speedily in our days. What does that mean? Meaning that our azut should be holy azut. That through that holy azut, one is able to build Yerushalayim, the city of the faithful. Why does it mention that you shall build your city of faith, your city? Because it's a reference to Yerushalayim, and Yerushalayim is the city of faith. And how does one build faith through the tzaddikim amitim? And how does one get to the tzaddikim amitim through azut ikusha? So he's explaining here this idea. But to come to this, what we just talked about, Azuti Tusha, etc., etc., you have to have a ten and give our portion in your Torah. Give us our portion in your Torah. Meaning, through attaining the aspect of Nasib Nishma, that you make from the Nishma, that which is concealed, Hashem from the Torah of Hashem, His Torah. Meaning from the tefillah of Hashem, which is the nishma, you turn it into a Torah to, his, your Torah, which is nish, uh, naseh, meaning that you should merit to attain the Torah of Hashem kanan, that we mentioned above. And give us our portion in your Torah, meaning that our portion, meaning that our portion within the Torah, meaning within his Torah, meaning within the aspect of Naseh, it should be within your Torah, meaning it should be within the Torah of Hashem, literally. What is the Torah of Hashem, literally? Because we said there is a Torah of Hashem that exists within each and every world, which is only a borrowed name we talked about earlier. But the Torah of Hashem, Mamash, literally, the Torah of Hashem exists only in the Tchilat Atzilut, the beginning of Atzilut, which is what? The aspect of Ensof, God Himself, meaning that one merits to be encompassed within Ayn, nothingness. That He merits to attain the Torah of Hashem, the aspect of Nishma, 
that this holy azud comes from boshet embarrassment. Seems contradictory, but let's see. Because for holy boldness is only possible, is one merit only through simcha and chedva, through simcha, through joy and chedva, and um, and uh, this rejoicing we're talking about. Bechinat that says ki chedvat Hashem imauzchem kanal. As we said, from that verse, and through this joy of Hashem, this simcha, one merits But the essential perfection of faith, as we talked about earlier, only comes through yirah. As it says, we talked about earlier. Yirah, it only comes through yirah. Which is the aspect of prayer, meaning the only way to come through, through true simcha is through tfilah. And this is what Rabbeinu said. A person has to break his heart for an hour a day. He speaks about this in Tzichot Aran, Chayim Oran, everywhere. In Nikut Moran Gamken. A person has to break his heart for an hour a day. Meaning to do it for an hour a day. To go over the things that you do wrong. To beg Hashem for mercy. Etc, etc. However the way one does it. To break your heart. And then he says, after one breaks his heart, it's certain he's going to feel Simcha. That the Simcha comes in through the Shibirat Alev. Through the breaking of the heart comes true simcha, Rabbeinu says. And here is, uh, is Rabbeinu is proving it here. That the essence of simcha comes through yirah, through the act of the boshet. Meaning through prayer one represents simcha. One is able to create true simcha. And fear is boshet, embarrassment. It says fear Embarrassment, nimtza, we find. We see that this azud dikdusha comes from embarrassment. The boshet panim, those who are who have a shameful face, they go to ganeden. Because this holy azud of dusha, shehu bechinat boshet, which comes from boshet, embarrassment, hu bechinat eden. This represents eden. Bechinat eden ina as we talked about in the sifra de tziuta, eden ina av bechule. The upper eden shehu bechinat nishma, which represents this nishma. Because we said Eden in the represents Chokhmah Ila'a, uh, Bereshit, the entire Ma'amah, the, the Ma'amah Shalem. This represents Nishma, Bechinat Yir'ah, Fir, Bechinat Tfilah, Kanan. So we see either that Tfilah is higher than Torah also. And know that very well. That's why Rabbeinu said, Halavai, a person should be able to pray all day. That Tfilah is above the Torah. The Avodah Tfilah is higher than the Torah. And to come to this boldness, Hit Palel. He should pray. May it be your will that you should build your. May it be your will that you should build your city, etc., etc. This is the city of Yerushalayim, Emuna, which comes from the Tzadikim Amitim, which comes through Azut, etc., etc. This is where we're going to stop for today, Bezrat Hashem, and we'll finish off the, the Torah next class, Bezrat Hashem.